0: Know something? It hurt. It hurt like a son of a bitch it even bled. And why is that, John?
1: You're turning human. What? The more time you spend in that body, the more human you become. You mean
0: I have to live out the rest of my life in this body? No fucking way!
2: You got me into this, you get me out.
1: I can't do that, Chucky.
2: Why not?
1: Because you're an abomination. An outrage against nature! You perverted everything I've taught you and used it for evil! And you have to be stopped! You know, I thought
0: something like this might happen. That's why I prepared for it. What are you talking about? Your own personal mojo, Doc.
1: Give me that.
2: Sure. How do you want it? Broken leg? Ah!
0: Shouldn't tell your customers where you hide things like this, John. Gets you in trouble every time. Now how do I get out of this body? No. I won't tell you. Yeah? Ah! Tell me you died, John. Your choice. No. no,
1: I'll tell you. You had to transfer your soul out of the dark into that of the first human being you revealed your true self to. You mean the first person I let in on the fact that I was really alive?
0: (laughs) I don't believe it. I just don't believe it. The first person I let in on my little secret was a six-year-old kid. I'm going to be six years old again. Well, John, it's been fun, but I got to go. I have a date with a six-year-old boy. And you have a date with death. So long, John.
2: Welcome to whatever this is. Cinnamon Night? Yeah, that's what it is. Cinnamon Night Podcast. Travis and Eric and Mike. And I'll tell you what. We are wide awake and jacked. We've had our caffeine. We are stoked for this show. Maybe... That's not entirely true, but I'm excited. I can't wait to talk about Child's Play, which was Travis's selection for this week's edition, the 172nd edition of the Cinema 9 Podcast. Cinema 9 iPod at gmail.com. Five-star review. Subscribe. Like us. Please, thank you. Share the wealth. Share the knowledge of the movie world that we've created. Travis, I know it's bedtime for you, uh, but, you know, come on. Give me a little pat. Give it to me. Come on. Hi. <laughs> 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 that was yeah. I think that says it all there right go. there. So there's right ah. a silver bullet. Maybe all the need some uh, Colorado. Oh well, that's the wrong one. I blew it. I was oh. supposed to press this one. A little silver bullet. Oh, okay, that, oh, that would have been more appropriate. Yeah.
1: So. Well, like I was saying to, to Eric before he came on, this is this is literally when I usually start getting ready for bed, and then I'm in bed by nine. Go to
2: bed. Get it to it's bed. A,
1: it's an early life I live these days, and and like the earlier I get up, the earlier I just wake up anyway. So I'm starting to get up like you know midnight. Seems like,
2: <laughs> damn
1: son, not literally, not literally. Literally, and- but it's just my body just does things. How you doing, Eric? Well, speaking
0: of going to bed early, I chaperoned fifth grade camp last uh, last week, <laughs> Thursday and Friday. Oof. Let me tell you, I had uh, I had like fifteen screaming fifth graders in my cabin. It was just me, the only adult. And they were up until like <laughs> two in the morning, pillow fighting and giggling and all this shit. It was like, I, it was like, it was unbelievable. Ah! The 43-year-old man goes to bed at nine o'clock. It was a lot too indoor for that $200 stipend.
1: <laughs> That's it? 200 bucks? Not yeah!
0: Worth it. But it's funny. Cause it, it was, fifth grade <laughs> you know, camp, man! It was fun, but like even me like That's like good. like i'm am a softie cuz like it's like one it's like 2:15 i look at my clock and i'm like guys we got to get to bed we got to get to bed i'm saying in like into pitch blackness like while they're all giggling and then they start with like like i'm like i'm like upset i'm like guys it, it's enough is enough i'm like in straight like dad mode and then like they start talking right. about how like they see <laughs> michael jackson like peeking through the windows and like they all start going hee <laughs> hee <laughs> and god damn it i, I
2: start laughing because it's, it's funny yes <laughs> so yeah in the moment i bet it was really funny yeah, was i would have really laughed funny. i yeah. would have joined in yeah, it reminds me of funny. staying up at uh josh grunland's house we spent the night at his house after he threw a party and there'd be like 10 guys in one bedroom we're this we're like 16 years old you no know, we weren't that young we were still young compared to us but Someone would just say something stupid about Bill Bonds or Mort Crimm, and we'd just keep laughing, and no one would go to bed over and over again. It was inane, stupid bullshit, but damn it. I got a lot of laughs out of it, and I think laughter is a good thing. No. It's a deep, <laughs> deep uh, insight. Thank you, you always Michael. Have that, no,
0: bud! You always have that like point of no return Like at a sleepover where like that one kid like says something when it's clearly, all right, guys, we're going to bed, and like somebody tries to keep it going. <laughs> and it's like, no, no, it's over. <laughs> okay, it's, it's yeah. officially over. Come on.
2: Yes. Yeah. It's like, no, nobody says anything. Yep. They don't even shut it down. Yep. They just, we're sleeping. That's it. <laughs> That's so on, funny. Man. Oh, dude. I Fifth grade camp was a blast. Yeah. I had a good time in mine. I went yeah. to round school and, uh, wait, I don't remember if all the elementary schools in Heartland no. joined together for one or if they were all separate. Yeah. I don't know.
1: All I know. It was at
0: Camp yeah. Copenaconic yeah. Yeah. for you, right? right? Lakes, That's where we went. We didn't interact with you guys at all.
2: Oh, of course. Yeah, so, that
1: was, and that was Village. Wow. We're like all three from different ooh, schools. We Amazing. are. And
2: I'm from, Round is the lowest of the low. That was definitely the lowest class of the three. So. Oh,
1: yeah. Everyone knows that. Fuck <laughs> of round. course
2: I do. Yeah. I wouldn't have I joined mean, this podcast I was, if I knew that. <laughs> 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 I was sad because I was on the shuttle bus with our friend Corey from the same subdivision to Village, but they wouldn't let us stay there. Then they shuttled us over to Round. It was a real slap in the face, man. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> anyways uh fifth grade camp was a lot of fun i remember that i think there were some songs we sang uh panty raids which i don't know Panny raids are probably inappropriate now i assume uh, they
1: were inappropriate sure. then we were 10
2: well i didn't have a boner or anything i was yeah i was 10 <laughs> i didn't have any there's no semen we in my I mean ball had bag. To pee. right I,
1: like, <laughs> I got a boner i think i have to pee <laughs> that's
2: is that yeah that's well, the first time i ejaculated <laughs> that's exactly what i thought so let's talk about the first time i masturbated you guys ready
1: oh good we Hold the string. <laughs> my All right, let's get into our <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. Send us an email, guys. Let us know what you're watching this year. It's Halloween season. We're in October now, and as we turn it over to Travis for quarantine viewing picks, I assume you're going to share a couple of horror slash scary, whatever you want to call them, type films. Um, I didn't watch much. Oh, to be honest. Busy, busy week, busy life.
1: Um, I watched. Uh, Chucky season one. Uh, I'm gonna start season two very soon, the TV show based on Child's Play. I'll tell you more about that when we get into the actual Chucky or Child's Play episode. Um, and I watched, I finished 30 Rock. Okay, the only horror movie, actually, the only movie I watched besides uh Child's Play was. I've been meaning to watch Exorcist three mm. for a long time. Mm. I'm like, oh, I gotta watch the second one first. I gotta watch the second one. I'm just like, fuck it. Everyone says the yeah. second one's terrible. I'm not gonna bother. Uh, so I just skipped it and I watched the third one. And goddamn, you got I mean, like, you could tell that someone was just like, no, George C. Scott, go yeah, bigger, 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 go bigger. <laughs> <down."> <laughs> Bl- Blatty's like yes, yes, scream at her, <laughs> scream at her, terrify her, um, and there's some interesting direction in there. I can see why it's become a cult classic for sure. It's definitely a fun, a fun film. I wish that um, I don't know. There's there's some things that, that are like a little hokey, but you got Brad Dourif playing a serial killer two years after playing, um, you know, the Chucky character Charles Lee Ray, and there's even a uh, there's even a Child's Play reference in. Uh, exorcist 3 which is fun so um yeah that was that was good good enough hmm. that's all I watched <laughs> next
0: fuck, I yep. didn't watch shit dude I tried to watch Rose Red I love a good Stephen King miniseries and I thought I'd seen them all until I turned on uh, 2002's Rose Red on Hulu starring Nancy Travis uh, who I like <laughs> <laughs> hmm. so
2: I married next murders is yeah, Nancy Travis
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, awful not even bothering with part 2 horrible not even Mick Gareth just straight bad
2: what movie was I'll she in less. where she was like partial she was like a known person Nancy Travis yeah. she was in a movie where you would think she'd be a big part of the film but she's like hardly in it I can't think of what that role was uh, probably mm. a lot
1: around you know late <laughs> night mid late 90s when <laughs> <I> would, <laughs> her she started falling off <laughs> I wish Post I could remember three the exact men one. and a little lady you know of oh course.
2: of course yes yeah. well, who could forget that oh no I did watch right, talk well, to me uh, uh, again because I wanted my wife to see it, it was Fucking amazing. talk it was to me with Don Cheadle no Oh,
0: no,
1: no, the horror film. <laughs> oh! Look. That was a no and fuck you, just in your in the tone. Well, talk, that was no. a movie.
2: Don Cheadle talked Man, hell me. no, I'm
1: retired. I believe they kick your ass for saying <laughs> something like that.
2: You played like a talk radio guy. It's a real movie. Ooh, Check yeah. it out. Talk to me, starring Don Cheadle. Okay. Uh, it's from like 12 years ago, 13 years ago, 15 years ago. Anyways, I've never seen your talk to me, so I owe you one, <laughs> Eric. For me, uh, I don't think there's much to share. I, th- I definitely watched Child's Play, which is our focus this week and I write it down oh I did watch the there he is for those that are seeing the video which you guys can see in our YouTube cinema nine pod on YouTube if you want to look at us you want to look at our sexy mugs while we talk take it to YouTube and you can see Travis's shirt and his background which doesn't look very Halloweenish right now but that doesn't mean there's not Halloween stuff going on at the house so
1: yeah, other rooms. I don't really decorate my den. <laughs> other I'm, rooms. I'm in here, you know, a couple hours a week, so I'm okay. Oh, sounds like fun. I watched... I usually work... Yeah, sorry. What'd you watch?
2: Oh, I'd love to hear what you do. Den talk.
1: No, because, I mean, I had this den, but I just sit on my couch and, you know, have my laptop there instead. But, uh you know, I got the desk. It's like, yeah, I sit at a desk all day.
2: That sounds yeah. nice.
1: Your turn.
2: Okay. Anywho, I watched the latest from one of the Ferrelli brothers, not both. I believe it's only one of them. This was the Woody Harrelson vehicle from this year. You guys see Champions? Anybody? Heard, you hear about this? I've heard of it, but it didn't sports. watch. it. <laughs> it <is sports-y. laughs> it's true. Woody Harrelson is a basketball coach who runs afoul with the law. And he's got to learn a lesson. That's right. It's a morality tale about a basketball coach who learns a thing or two about himself and others by no. coaching the Special Olympics team in town. And I will say this the Ferrelli brothers have always put uh, people who we would be labeled, I guess, as mentally challenged or whatever we call it. I, I don't even know what the term is, but you guys know what I'm talking about. I've always commended them for that because it's not just one movie. In fact, if you watch a lot of Ferelli Brothers movies, they've always brought some of the people from their own world in Rhode Island into their movies. And I always dug that. And this time they just said, uh, the whole focus is a real cast of people who are uh, living that life, right? It's not actors per se, even though they are actors. But the point being is that I love this movie because it was so honest about everything. It didn't bullshit anybody. It didn't put anybody on a pedestal. It didn't try to, I don't know, virtue signal, I guess, if you will, for lack of a better term. I just, I just thought it was an authentic film, and it didn't try to force it. And that's really dangerous territory, especially when you're talking about a guy who, you know, screwed up and he's got to learn a lesson through coaching. Like, that's been done <laughs> a lot, so... I gotta say, I I was impressed with the film. I thought it was real solid. It also stars uh Caitlin Olson, you know, uh, from Always Sunny. Mm-hmm. So it was nice to see her co-star with Woody in this. And uh Oh, and Ernie Hudson's in it. That's always fun to see Ernie. So I'd like to recommend this week. If you get a chance, it's on Amazon Prime, I believe. It's called Champions, came out this year, should be readily available.
0: Can we set the record straight here? Is this Peter Farrelly that did Green Book and like the world's greatest beer run when he went on his solo? <laughs> World's
2: greatest beer run. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit! Was it Bobby about I missed that. that one. I think it was a uh, Peter. Peter Farrelly, off the top the yeah. top head Yeah, and it is Bobby, not Peter. Okay. Oh, really? But the, the Green Book? No, Peter did Bobby. Green Book. Oh, yeah. So this is. The, oh, so this is the other. Uh, this is Bobby. Yeah. Okay. You know. This is, but it's not the both of them, as far as I could see from the credits. Okay. So yeah, Bobby uh, Helms, this one. Uh, it's a it's a real feel good film, but it's also funny. It's funny and feels good. That's a good day. So check out Champions if you get a chance. To. Hmm. My name is Up Al All right. Hey, great gift, Dad. All right. Well, let's get into it then. I mean, because we're all chomping at the bit to get to bed, so <laughs> it's time to die. This week's selection. Across
0: my screen right now.
2: I think we could uh, augmented reality that no problem Travis Picks Child's Play this week from 1988 Brad Dorf's in this movie I was like what the fuck Brad Dorf is lowering himself to this stupid ass shit with the doll I couldn't believe it but he's in this movie so (laughs) dude it's the the defining
1: character of his career
2: come on I don't think absolutely.
1: absolutely He's been, he's been doing it since 1988 and it's 2023. Mm-hmm. The, the season 3 dropped today mm-hmm. of Chucky. He's been and there has been how many sequels yeah. of this movie? But he wasn't in the uh, remake is, though.
0: No, it was Mark Hamill.
1: Well, yeah, but that's one out of like 10 yeah. movies. Yeah. I'm just
0: saying, I got you, I got you. And he's not lowering he himself don't have either, <laughs> Mike here. He's fucking great in the film and like he, Like he elevates I think everything Brad Dorf. I think Cuckoo's amazing. Nest.
2: I think uh well, our uh the movie You Love Your uh Heaven's Gate. Uh, oh, incredible so good yeah so
1: it was just a surprise yeah. i was like worm oh. tongue hello worm tongue yeah,
2: yeah. Of, worm worm tongue. Tongue. Uh, of course the uh the guy ah. who, he plays the fucked up drunk guy in deadwood is he deadwood yeah the doctor Man. i love him in that oh dude, awesome. he's, that deadwood. to me that's my favorite role from him personally you're right that it's probably child's yeah. plays his defining role but i just loved him in deadwood oh sure so.
1: oh my god he's so incredible good. in deadwood
2: Okay, so. I need to revisit Deadwood, too. Other people in this. Chris Arandon, uh, most people would know from Princess Bride. (laughs) And uh, after that, uh, these are people I don't know. So, Travis, take us back in time. You've got a story, too, that I've been waiting a whole week to hear that has to do with me, apparently. Because I don't remember (laughs) seeing this movie ever, but you have something different.
1: Yes, this is a rare moment for me because Mike is usually my living like memory because I forget <laughs> everything and he remembers. But this is a rare occasion where I remember what he has forgotten. And it's really funny that we started this all talking about sleepovers and that kind of stuff because one of the first sleepovers that I remember ever going to, you were at, it was, I'm pretty sure, Kurt Knopfrel's house at his birthday. I would guess we were tur- he was turning like 10 or so, maybe 11. Huh. God rest. Um I don't remember everyone who was there. I remember Nick Cotterill was there, and you oh, were there. Wow. This was, and like, you and I were like, um, we had a weird, rocky, tumultuous couple of years before we actually became friends, where we were like, you annoyed me a lot very deliberately because mm-hmm. you en- enjoyed, like, and this this is like, that was like my home life. It was like, hey, let's rile him up and see how fucking insane we can drive him until <laughs> he snaps. And so, it was, uh, when uh. I was around anyone in, like, in public that treated me like that, I, you know, didn't respond well. <laughs> no. so. Um, uh, so, but at the same time, this is probably the first time I remember like hanging out with you, especially like wow. outside of school. Is one of the, and so it was definitely a big step in towards us becoming wow. friends because we definitely did the whole thing where we stayed up late and someone drew on someone's face. Kurt poured a glass of Coca Cola and went to the bathroom and, we, and while he was in there, we all dumped salt into the Coca Cola and like <laughs> it foamed everywhere. and He came out and didn't notice and took a big old swig. Uh, and we watched yeah. *Child's Play* in the midst of all that, and I remember Damn. being fucking terrified to the point that I had to like cuz I was like I don't know 10 maybe and uh I remember like sitting in front of the TV and like look getting close enough where I could see like the pixels and stuff and be like okay it's just the screen it's just all it's all just a movie it's not really <laughs> happening I was terrified yeah. that was that was how young I was this movie terrified hmm. me and uh yeah and that was probably one of the first times we hung out outside of school maybe the first time we hung oh, out outside of it's like the crash of you and Travis Mike <laughs>
2: That's funny. Marco's Pizza. Single. Two separate men get their own large pizzas and eat them whole while they watch Crash. That's a true story. <laughs> and weep. Uh, weep on the <laughs> and weep. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. And I you know that Matt Dillon scene still gets me. Sure. I can't. That movie sucks, but that's a good scene. But that's manipulation of the emotions. And by the way, this movie. Well, like Pena scene. What are you talking about? This, this movie is. I mean, I can't believe. Okay, we'll talk more about it. A kid is in this movie. Like, this is not a movie for children. Man. Like, I know we say, we crack jokes yeah. about how we watched Robocop when we were eight years old and shit like that. <laughs> But like, this, you know, my brother flipped out when he saw Pet Cemetery in the theater in 1988 uh, or 89, what it was. And he never should have saw that either because of the shit that happens with a kid in that movie. I don't know why the 80s had to put kids, poltergeists, so many kids in these terrifying films in the 80s. Yeah. It's
0: Terrifying situations. Like, I was watching Flowers in the yeah. Attic, the original, Christy uh, Swanson, <laughs> like Cliff a Robertson. Like, like a five year old kid's like slapped in the face. It's in full view, and he's like laying on the floor crying. I'm like, <laughs> Like, how, how do they get away with this shit? It's a so fucked up... Wow. Oh, yeah, man. Dude, I got to say, man, I grew up um, watching Child's Play 3 a lot. I don't even think I saw the first Child's yeah. Play until, like, maybe five years ago, but my brother Marty would always bring home Child's Play 3 when Chucky goes to into the Marine boot camp with Andy, which is fucking <laughs> awesome. Love Child's Play 3.
1: But, but
2: they reunite in the sequels? Yeah, what the reunite.
0: fuck?
1: reunite. Dude, he's a, Andy. Alex Vincent is in the show. He's a grown ah, man now. He's yeah, our age, Alex and he's Vincent. in the show. Uh,
2: I was gonna, I was yeah. gonna look him up because I thought he was dead or had no. killed himself or something because some asshole parents put him in this movie at that age. But okay, I was wrong. I'm glad I was wrong. Let
0: me get this straight. Like on the show, doesn't like a 15 year old kid get Chucky? Like what 15 year old kids walking around the fucking doll?
1: <laughs> this is the, the biggest complaint I have about the show is that they're not even supposed to be fifteen. They're supposed to be fucking eighth graders, and they're all acting like twenty year olds. It's absurd. It's absurd. Wow. Like why why would you make them eighth graders? Make them at least sixteen. But yeah, that's it's not a it's a flawed show, but it's so bonkers.
2: It's hard not to love it. So, yeah, man. So, th- yeah, that was your story then? You don't really. You remember seeing Child's Play for the first time, but you grew up on three. I remember those trailers. I remember looking over at my buddy because I had my buddy and being yeah. terrified. My buddy, of buddy, my buddy, my buddy, my buddy, my buddy. <laughs> buddy and me. My buddy and me. Yeah, my buddy. Yeah. It ruined my buddy, I yeah, guess, it apparently. It completely <laughs> Pulled, ripped off the show. Well, I, I never. Okay, so obviously I was there with Travis at Knoppers, uh, whatever the hell happened there. I moved to Hartland in January of '91, so I was finishing oh. fifth grade. So I was, still would have been ten. So it's possible that was that year or sixth grade. Either way, I definitely had a understanding that the movie existed. I knew who Chucky was, but like I, I didn't really recall a moment where I sat down and was like, "All right, I'm going to watch Child's Play and I'm going to absorb this whole thing." It's, it wasn't like that. So. Um, <laughs> But I know what it is. I think everybody does, if you know movies at all. Um, right. What's the score on this bastard? IMDb.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's a. I didn't even think about it. I, I'm going to say seven, solid seven. I, that sounds solid real fair, seven.
2: Travis. Yeah, I'll, I'll side yeah. with that. No, I'm. Gonna, it's got to be like a... Well, people probably love it. Yeah, shit. Uh, I would say like a 6.8, I'll go 6.8, I think. That's where I'm going with. That's reasonable. And actual retail price is, oh, we were all wrong. Unbelievable. Okay, well, it turns out that it is a 6.6. Oh, okay. uh, Solidly rated. Uh, People have seen it for sure. Um, It's gaining popularity. On i be right now probably because it's Halloween season. Um, that would make sense. Yeah.
1: It's Halloween and the new season of the show just dropped and they've been advertising it a oh, lot. Oh yeah.
2: So. Right, that's going to be an offshoot. Uh 73% from the critics. That's a I mean, I don't know how often critics rate scary movies or horror movies as legendary. Like I don't I don't have a lot of familiarity with that, but 73 is that above average for a typical movie like this?
1: For something in this yeah it's not it's not like it's elevated horror um this is <laughs> this is slapstick horror so um yeah i would say that's higher than i would have expected okay maybe but retroactively things get shinier i believe you'll you'll know? soon discover that even uh um,
0: admitted horror de- defector roger ebert praised the film
2: wow wow really? wow well, 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 well we got 65 percent from the audience on rotten tomatoes which again accepts bribes freely uh back in the day <laughs> some of the critical reviews like eric just alluded to uh well here we go this is well this is like a, a rewatch for this guy dave kerr from the chicago tribune from a couple of years ago this is in 2020. dave kerr said the filmmakers seem more than aware of the logical and dramatic deficiencies of their material so they flee to that last refuge of movie scoundrels self-conscious campiness okay all right i didn't yeah i didn't know that was the last refuge
1: i don't know that's the last refuge but i wouldn't argue with it otherwise that's definitely what's happening
2: (laughs) uh kim newman from empire magazine in 2008 said the following it's nothing wildly original but it is pacey pacey wow that's okay Never heard it used KC. that way. It, but, uh, yeah, Katie Holmes, Scientology, Tom Cruise. Uh, but it is pacing and entertaining when it gets going. So Kim likes it. He likes the pace of it, apparently. All right. I have a bone to pick about that. And- <laughs> Here we go. Roger Ebert <laughs> of the Chicago Sun-Times. Back in the day, Child's Play is a cheerfully energetic horror film of the slam-bang school, but slicker and more clever than most. Really, Roger? Really? How how is it clever? It's got <laughs> voodoo. It's got White
1: guy doing What guy doing voodoo, you know? Voodoo.
2: Okay, wow, that's a low bar for sure, clever. Uh, <laughs> all right, so that so I heard that the sequels were more focused on like comedic stuff, is that fair?
1: I I watched Child's Play 2 and went what the fuck? He burned at the end. How did they bring him back? This is ridiculous. And I never watched another one again. Oh, I never saw is. any of the it other is. Chucky movies. I, I, and like the the show is clearly all of this shit coming together. Like all like all these characters from the whole. But you know, you clearly don't need to watch all those because I haven't seen them. I'm vaguely aware that Jennifer Tilly was in a few of them and that kind of stuff. Bride of Chucky, yeah. and she she's a she's a pretty big part. So there's all this stuff, but it's just like it's fine. I don't. It, it's fine.
2: <laughs> Cleavage horror.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what did you call her? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, I'm
2: fired. Uh, okay, yeah, but so this movie to me, I, I didn't laugh. I didn't really have any laughs, guys. So am I missing the laughs?
1: I mean, it's camp laughs, you know. You're kind of. I mean, there's parts where you're kind of laughing at it, maybe, <laughs> in a way. But like, um, and then, yeah. I mean, I'm not laughing a lot myself. But again, like, this is this is the kickoff of that it's a weird kind of tongue-in-cheeky sort of way of doing a horror movie yeah. but it also it's really self-aware mm-hmm. right like it's like okay we're gonna use like this little child's hammer to, to kill someone with and then we're gonna like make jokes about like what this was the death weapon or the, you know whatever <laughs> death weapon is that a phrase yeah I don't know man like uh, hi we're death weapon
0: yeah I it's complicated because like this series doesn't start getting goofy until Bride of Chucky and then like which I fucking hated and then thereafter in like in terms of the succession of the chronology of these films but like for me like 1 2 and 3 like they're funny because like chucky's such an asshole like i laugh at yeah. chucky cuz he's such a dick like he like he's not like freddy who like cracks jokes and kind of like enjoys he's just like a such a prick like every time chucky <laughs> like he makes me laugh out loud every time like he like telegraphs what he's about to do he just goes ah!
1: he like I jumps know. on somebody
0: who tries to kill him every single time he's just so into the murder like, which makes me laugh Yeah, but like, yeah, okay that did like get me, me. So a yeah.
1: he's yelling at his own like decapitated corpse at the end of it <laughs> yeah. kill him
2: strangle him <laughs> he's
1: just so <laughs> fucking mad
2: okay that's funny I w- by the way so supposedly the script started out as like a real <laughs> satire on toy marketing and then it turned into this horror movie yeah. which I think is funny I could see Hollywood doing that but I wonder what this would be like if all three of us watched it together versus watching it by yourself on a Monday night.
1: (laughs) Maybe uh, have a couple beers and that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That that would have probably been a better, because this is not necessarily a solitary viewing experience that you want. I mean, it's (laughs) it's more of a group watch. I'm glad Yoshi was here.
2: I mean, I was thinking, like, the only thing I was worried about is, because I watched it before bed last night, and I'm like, oh, man. I don't want to wake up like my brother did. And my brother had a night terror, a true night terror from Pet Cemetery. Like he was running mm-hmm. around the house screaming all night, and he didn't know anything about it. He didn't have any recollection of it. We couldn't wake him up, but he was running around the house screaming because he saw Pet Cemetery and that kid get run over by a semi truck. I mean, it was just.
1: But he was, yeah. But he was a little kid. You're a grown ass man.
2: I know, but even still, it's like, what if, what if I have a nightmare? I don't even want. I mean, I don't have nightmares that I can really ever recall. So. I don't know. I got a little worried. Yeah, I got a little concerned. I,
1: I, I love this. You're like you're like ready to press play, and like there's this feeling of trepidation. Is this horror movie going to give me nightmares? <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, uh, maybe I didn't think that when I pressed play, but it, it crept in my mind later on. But I also thought like, like this That's is a horrible. movie I'm watching by myself. It's I'm, I just think there'd be a different vibe, especially when you think about a movie that you laugh at when it's not necessarily an intentional comedy. Right. It's it's got some of that vibe.
1: I mean, the parts that you laugh at are even still. It's like they can get away with it. It's like maybe they know that this is funny. Like to me, like the idea that the uh, the whole thing is premised on on him speaking voodoo over this doll and putting himself his soul into the doll, and the process of the spell involves the whole thing blowing up well that seems counterintuitive to uh the whole like transferring your body into another yeah. vessel thing
2: it's so dumb man it's so dumb i yep. mean come on this shit yep. is so stupid i'm i was yelling a lot when i was watching i was like what the fuck is this come on this is oh, this is such garbo like like it's clearly easy to defend yourself against a doll i mean I, that was the thing that couldn't I couldn't get away from like I was always watching to see how Chucky attacked people and mm-hmm. how it would work if this was more realistic which it never should be but when he stabs Chris Sarandon in the leg and like the final showdown yeah. I'm like come on dude he's gonna sneak up on you you know where this guy is <laughs> you know you could just crush him with your feet you could stop him to death you really could
1: well he should have gone for the Achilles heel yeah, anyways yeah. I mean, what, what, are you,
2: what are you doing Chuck that's true I guess you're right about that oh, uh, also uh does this doll look cool I mean even 35 plus years later <laughs> Um, the animatronic stuff, I guess, when it comes to, to life, I guess.
1: Oh, okay. Like, does it look? Convincing? No, not that. For
2: eighty eight,
1: <laughs> <laughs> for eighty eight, it looks fine. Yeah. I don't know if the. I mean, like, I don't know if a little scrawny, redheaded. You know, it looks cool. Chucky he's got like
0: all like, cool. different facial expressions. Like when he gets pissed, like his face is all going all over the place, and he's like, but yeah. it's it, like when he first comes alive, and he's like, "You fucking slut!" And like she <laughs> throws
1: him, and like he rolls under oh, the couch. God.
0: That looks cool to me. It did. Yeah,
1: I think I like that part. I and, but what's funny is that, like, she lifts up the couch, the thing. You think that he's not going to be under there, but that, nope, there he is. <laughs> there it <hanging> is. <laughs> Try to sell. I rolled it. under to hide, but I'm not going anywhere. I'm just, yeah. just going to make you get, you know, you're going to groan and get on your knees and like look for me, like I'm a fucking remote control.
2: <laughs> 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 All right, so here's some things I wrote down. Uh, this intro is dumb. I wrote that down word for word. I'm not sure even now well, what I I
1: love it. You get dropped into this, you get dropped into the action right away. You, it seems like you're at the climax of another movie that you didn't see, the whole showdown between huh. the uh the serial killer and Chris Sarandon, which that to me was mind-blowing as a kid also. I'm like, "Why is Prince Humperdinck the good guy? I can't get <laughs> I can't understand this. When is he going to kill someone or something?" I can't <laughs> um, think of
2: another movie I've seen him in. So like he's so Humperdinck to me for real. Guys, kidding me? Dog I'm not I mean, not he, that I can think of. I'm sure he's I know he's had a career, but I'm just so locked in on Humpernick when I see his face every time. It was really hard for me after all these years to get that out of my head. It was.
1: I feel like he was in some Woody uh, Woody Allen stuff too, right? I feel eh, like
2: I mean, he's a reputable actor. I'm not saying he isn't, but I'd pigeon shoulders. <laughs> yeah.
1: Fright night is of course the, the the king of both Sarandon's career and Tom Holland's career. I don't care about Child. I mean, Child's play is cool, but like Fright Night is the best. (laughs)
2: Wow. Oh, he's also in the the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles TV series. as Count Dracula, guys. Chris Serena. Great job. (laughs) I didn't know there was a Count Dracula in the Ninja Turtles. I actually want to watch it now that that I'm reading (laughs) that. Live action? I think not. No, I wish.
1: Oh, well, I'm interested either way, to be honest.
2: Oh, this is from 2017, so it's no longer... It expired. It only did three episodes, so I don't know what it was. But I I do know that... Didn't take off. I, I thought that this was... It was just... The longest death scene of all time is the first murder of the woman, of her friend being thrown out the window. That thing got dragged out way too long. We all know what's gonna happen, man, but good God in heaven.
1: Building suspense, what do you mean?
2: It's So much! Like, it was over the top. It was, I mean, it's oh, fucking so drawn out. I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh my God, this is such, I hate that shit. Because I know what's going to happen. You're not surprising me. <laughs> what are you going to do, throw a curveball? And uh, Chucky's just going to run out the door and go out for a night on the town or something? No, that's not. What uh, What doll
1: horror movies existed before this? There's Magic. <laughs> yeah, it's Magic. Right? It was uh, the Zuni uh,
0: Fetish doll, a Trilogy of Terror, classic. 75 okay. made for TV and there was fucking talking Tina from twilight zone. That's, that's pretty much it. I mean,
1: this really did. All right. So start it. that's kind of where I'm going with this is that audiences, uh, we're not, were, we think Chucky now we think murder spree. Yes. We're used to seeing him with a butcher knife mm-hmm. in his hand and he's a slasher, killer, mm-hmm. murderer, blah, blah, blah. But I can kind of imagine Tom Holland and Don Mancini and, and the rest, um, like trying to like, build up to it to get the audience convinced like i want you to be like not just be afraid of this doll but accept that this doll can kill yeah so i I can i can see like them being like a little trigger so i get what you're saying it is a little prolonged but like I could also imagine being like, this is so fucking dumb. How are we going to do this in a way that's like, uh, you know, going to be both scary and entertaining? And I think they managed to find a way. That POV stuff, you know, from Chucky's perspective, uh, you know, I find it pretty effective. <laughs> I, Dude, I mean, like,
0: I'm watching this and I'm like thinking I'm going in, like, oh, look, I know it's going to be dumb and probably not good, but it's a classic. And yet I'm watching right. it yesterday. I'm like, all of the kills are really cool to me. Like the shot of uh, her friend falling out the window is, yeah. is fucking awesome.
2: That looked really good. Yeah, and like no when the dude gets it.
0: fried in the hospital,
1: that's like an <laughs> awesome kill. Oh. It looks creepy and it's fucking scary. Oh my god! And how do I? I feel like that's the only time I've ever seen that on film, yeah. where someone is uh, electroshock yeah. therapy to death, and it looks. I mean, it looks. And no awesome. one's saying it's anything. He just
0: keeps hitting the charge, and he's like, uh, knowing he's gonna fry. That's it's fucking cool. <laughs> it's,
1: He's bleeding out from underneath his fingernails
2: somehow. <laughs> oh, well, the man. Green Mile! Someone got electrocuted, but I guess if you're saying and they bleed out their finger,
1: no, no, no. I mean, electric- like, no. Not, I'm not saying electric. I mean, like, electroshock therapy, ah. uh, deliberately killing someone with that.
2: Oh, not yeah. technicality. Yeah, you're probably right. That's true. I
1: caught you on a technical.
0: Yeah, you got me. I mean, what was I going <laughs> with this? It?
1: Uh, fuck.
2: You said yeah, that I mean, you thought it'd be dumb, but these death scenes really got you, man. You were like, wow. I, yeah, are- I thought
0: they were really cool. Like. Yeah, like that. That like, let's say Charles Ray's soul is in the the doll. Like that doesn't mean like like this little thing like has like strength. Like it still is just like a I know. toy. So like, how is it like doing this stuff? But I mean, come on. How is any of this happening? I guess you gotta do that. whole The
2: thing. rules are changing oh, throughout the movie 100%. too. It's like, oh wait, he can feel it now. Oh, I'm invincible. No, no, I can feel it. Also, oh, I got shot and my, I found out I can bleed.
0: The one thing that did piss <laughs> me off about the movie is like why he, he only waits to like become Chucky so the audience has like a good hour to like build a suspense like like oh, why boy. does he even wait to start like why to like oh like awaken and then like start his killing spree it's only for us to be like oh is he uh, just a doll or what's going on here is, is a <laughs> kid doing all this otherwise he just immediately be like all right I'm in the doll now
1: fuck all this let's go let's go cause chaos yeah cuz he's got to get like Andy to take him to this abandoned house and stuff like no you what? don't you could just but I guess but I guess he's also thinking well yeah I mean he can't just be a doll walking down the fucking street um someone's people are going to fuck with him everywhere he goes nobody believes so he it he kind of did he did kind of need Andy to like get in places. I'm talking myself out of this. But uh, uh, I don't understand why Andy <laughs> runs towards the abandoned building. I hear gunshots. I better run toward them. Yeah.
2: Oh my god. That's <laughs> I mean, also, uh the explosion of that store, the opening scene too. It's, I was like, "What the fuck?" Like that's how the movie starts out after this, you know, they track down the killer and he dies of there and then yeah. it goes all otherworldly into this spiritual, totally mystic, crazy shit. I was I was like, "What the fuck? It totally threw me for yeah. a loop. Yeah. It all makes sense in the story at the end when you see the whole picture brought together. But I think this easily. I wrote it down. This movie could have been like a half hour shorter. It really was just with all. It's an tr- hour and a half long, Mike. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I I get that completely. I know. Okay. I still well, then, felt that way. Then
1: you understand they had to pad the film to make it. I length. do. I do. <laughs> I still
2: feel that way. I understand all that stuff about film. I just I thought I was like, good god. Some of the shit doesn't need to be in here, but that's what this is—the heyday of '80s movies. I mean, I have a hard time removing myself from what I already know about horror in this type of genre, right? That they're they're setting standards in this film that are just standard issue. Twenty-five years later, right? So it was really hard for me to yeah. to pull that away from myself. I guess so. The jump scares, well, and, and also y- you,
1: yeah. Well, there's plenty of jump scares in this, and that kind of building of tension that you don't don't like. I've me and Eric both have brought a lot of horror movies to the to the show here before, but they've typically been not, well, not typical horror movies. And this is much more of a typical horror movie. So I could kind of see where this would not necessarily be your cup of tea because <laughs> it does a lot of the things that, in your mind, that's what the horror genre is, but you are already kind of turned off from. That's Usually a- when you like a horror movie, you're like, oh, it was a nice thriller. It was a nice action feature. <laughs>
2: <laughs> if it's If it's entertaining... I mean that's the bottom line. Like, entertain me with this shit because I know you're not telling uh, "Gone with the Wind" or something. I get it. I understand that. I just—it was the longest death scene in history. I wrote that down. I mentioned that. Also, uh, no cop like says, "Oh, it's okay. Your kids in the back." They just let her run around when she first shows up after her friends pushed out the window. Like, "Where's my kid? Where's my kid?" There's like 20 cops yep. in there. Nobody says shit. Just lets <laughs> her panic. Like, dude, say something. Worse
1: than that. Worse than that is like they're doing a murder investigation and she's like, "Get out." They're like all right i guess yeah. we're done yeah. here
2: he's like i'll have everybody clear off because i want to fuck you yeah. clear.
0: <laughs> yep. come on oh and i and i know this building is the brewster building in chicago this is like yes. six thousand dollar a month rent there's no way this girl was working at like macy's and like living here
2: that's another Not angle in. of yeah. the drawn out scenes is like this place was huge they're like i'm like this place is way too big for this woman and her child they don't need all this space in this awesome apartment <laughs>
1: Mm-mm. 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 Uh, we, we're thinking very practically about the film and this yeah. is that this is almost this is almost like a comedy and it's a horror comedy i guess and it's so i i knew i was kind of playing uh with fire a little bit and bringing it because it's hard to approach these kinds of movies certain kinds of movies too critically you can approach something like the Crying Game, sure. or Closer, and get like, okay, yeah, let's get down the nitty gritty of these characters' motivations and all that kind of stuff. But something much more just like. Bleep, bleep, <laughs> just
0: but then, <laughs> then again, straight straight Travis, Like
1: the original conceit of this project was to make a
0: movie that satirizes consumerism and marketing <laughs> in the eighties, <laughs> and they just completely kind of tossed that out in the rewrite, and, and created an iconic. Celebrate
1: character. Yeah.
2: Wow. How about that?
1: Yeah. How do you know?
2: Also, did you guys see Jesse Eisenberg (laughs) with a beard? Did anyone catch that?
1: Uh, it's just in life, or oh, okay? The, oh, the, are you talking about the the guy with the speckled coat that was his like? Uh, yeah, when she
2: when she goes back to the homeless territory to question oh, the guy you. who oh, sells oh, the dolls. There's yes. that first guy she talks to. He looks just like Jesse Eisenberg with a beard. I was like, oh my god, it's Jesse you know, Eisenberg with a beard. This partner, this
0: partner is what Travis is talk about. Uh, like, yeah, this, I'll you this talking about the partner. The, is the oh yeah. Jackson Pollock unacceptable.
2: <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah, no one's gonna believe him. Who's gonna believe me? Yeah, it was a good line. I like that. Dude,
1: let's go to go back to the hobo camp. Things get real tense there, really, really intense there for a minute before Chris Sarandon shows up with a gun. Uh, This is almost like a a hobo. You you know what I want? want to say, but it's it gets it gets very close to being very ugly, very fast, and then it stops. My thought
2: was like. Oh, we're so every homeless person's like a, a <laughs> rapist pervert? Like, come on. Not, that's not the case. Not everyone. I, mean, I thought it was... I mean, I know this is not a movie should be taken seriously, but I was like, okay, this is a little over the top, but it's not the biggest deal. Yeah, I shouldn't even bring like, it up right now. Yeah, like, so.
1: No, but you're right. There's like 20 men that crowd behind her like, hey, we're straight out of street trash and we're ready to just jump on any random woman. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, I know. It just perpetuates stereotype that, oh, you're on the street? You're probably a criminal of some type all the time. Uh, so yeah. not a big deal, but...
1: It was the eighties. They were not kind to people
2: that oh, were homeless in the eighties. This 80s. is a prime time capitalism, Wall Street man. Hell yeah, I get it. Also, good Rob- thing we've gotten away from all that, huh? Yeah, we finally are free. I'm so happy with the <laughs> life we're living now, Travis. Uh, also, no I wrote down RoboCop ending like one at a time, blowing off the limbs. I was like, it was so RoboCop. <laughs> they stole that from RoboCop the year before, man. Peter Weller had the same death.
1: It's a very, very prolonged uh, horror villain death, <laughs> more so than average. Just keeps on going. This keeps coming back. I didn't think he'd Not come out the vent. No for an I was
2: like, God damn it! When he came out the vent, like with just the body, uh, I was like, Okay, come on, end this shit. I gotta say, man, I
0: talked about all those kills that I enjoyed, and I didn't even mention the, the, the kill when he kills the fucking voodoo guy. That's fucking awesome. Like the <gasps> bone snaps are solid. It was scary. <gasps> I
1: felt bad for him. The, they, they yeah. look good. Yeah, I did, and the acting is good. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm still just like white guy doing voodoo. Um, and this is like, it's just so preposterous. But it's fine. It's fine. It's all fine. What
2: are the top five movies and with I, a voodoo doll as the focus? <laughs> a voodoo doll is a focus? I don't or know, at least but, a part uh, of the story. I think like there's a bunch of movies like that. Yeah. Serpent and the Rainbow is
1: the only good voodoo movie I mm. can think of. Ooh. Well, Angel Heart, isn't that Voodoo too?
2: I think yeah. Weekend of Bernie's or? too? Voodoo and Devil's
1: Devil's Advocate. Mm. Weekend of Bernie's too. Temple mm. of Doom. Um, temple of doom is that voodoo
2: or is that like some Absolutely. weird
1: there's a little indiana jones voodoo doll with a head on it oh, yes! it's all like it's not real voodoo it's not like the religion of no. voodoo it's not like but it is a voodoo doll it's
0: not right good calling white screenwriter voodoo in the 80s
1: <laughs> exactly
0: <laughs> oh boy uh, i like um, this score by uh joe i looked him up like Joe Renzetti. It's not like a traditional score. It's just like a lot of like weird sounds. I thought it was interesting, and I haven't seen him do anything else. He started off with a Buddy Holly story of all things in '78. <laughs> Made a bunch of dumb horror movies, and I haven't heard anything on his IMD for quite a bit. So I don't know.
1: I, I wonder like the if score. his. Uh, I wonder if he's still making money off the score because I don't know if it's being like incorporated into the show or other others. Or ever, it's not other really a theme. Movies. It's just like
0: a lot of like yeah. electronic mixed with like orchestra stuff. It's, I thought it was cool.
1: Yeah. Um, how about the scene where she like like it seems it's maybe it's cliche or something, but I love the moment when she discovers that the batteries aren't in the doll after all that they never went in there in the first place. I think that movie that moment's cool. really good. There, there's there's can't be like kind of blown plot bits and all kinds of stuff we could pick apart, but there's a there's plenty of moments like that where it's, it's like, damn, this is actually kind of uh, it's actually kind of like I'm, I'm on my edge of my seat here a little bit with some of this stuff. <laughs> For being, for it being what it is, you know?
2: Yeah, and Sarandon, think, like fine? being clueless. I, I, it was actually a refreshing part of the story, I thought, because when the first murder happens, when her friend gets thrown out the window, uh, Sarandon's like, well, your kid had to have done it. Like, they really lock in on this kid yeah. as a mm. murderer right away, and he doesn't back down mm. from it at all because of this footprint. Right. And even the ass, after she tries to push him away, he comes back at her and goes over to the kid, hey, can I see. Uh, your sneakers see what you're wearing i'm like damn this is this is some mm-hmm. fucked up shit man but uh it's pretty it's pretty um it's honest i will say that part is very honest because it's like what else would have happened here what the fuck
1: yeah <laughs> and sarandon has played so many villains and stuff i would have liked it i like his kind of jocular sort of like rye delivery in, of, in this he's, he's got a sense of humor about him here that's actually pretty fun i wish he'd done more stuff like this
2: mm-hmm. i remember when eric remember we I'll remember Eric talked about Train Spotting and the scene with the baby, and it really bummed him out, right? And mm. it bummed you out, mm. and mm. I actually got bummed out in this movie. That never happens with this kid. Wow. When the kid is, oh, the kid yeah. is locked up. First off, he's like he's not a kid; yeah. he's a toddler. Mm. Almost, he's like five or six years old. He's like five or six years old. Yeah, yeah. he's locked yep. up in like a mental asylum or a prison or something. Mm. And I was like, oh man, just seeing this was like it like bummed me out a bit. And then I got more bummed out as like. This kid sold it, man. He sold it. He's like, he's terrified that Chucky's good. coming to kill him and nobody believes him in that place, right? And so he's on the run. And when he's trapped in the corner, like trying to hide from Chucky and try to protect himself, I was, I actually was like, physically, like, oh man, this is, this is tough. <laughs> this is
1: hardcore. Yeah, it's, it's really good child acting, but it's in a horror movie in the eighties, which makes which makes you concerned for the well being of the child. But yeah. so I get what you are saying earlier. But obviously, I, w- I can only assume, I guess, that Alex Vincent had a positive experience with the whole thing if he's repeatedly come back to the franchise over the years. Or and he's broke. It must be kind of. Like,
2: <laughs> or he's broke. <laughs> it can be both. I hope it's not. Yeah, I hope he's okay uh, mentally. So because he really, yeah. this is it's I just thought it was really hard man. It really was. Yeah.
0: Addicted. It's like a. It's a short movie, so we didn't have to have like, Chucky help him out with a bully, and then like help him out with this <laughs> or that for the first like half hour. Just straight. All of a sudden, he finds out yeah. Chucky's a killer. And he's like, oh, fucking scared of Chucky. You know what yeah. I mean? They could have easily had these stupid detours where like he doesn't want to believe Chucky would do that because they're friends. He's like, no, what fuck? Chuck is killing people. Yeah, let's kill they can Alexa, ride let's in on Chucky. Falcor,
2: chase the bullies into the dumpster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, you're, you're, you're right. Like, as soon as he
1: figures it out, he's like, I'm fucking, Chucky's fucking a dick. Yep, like, I'm he's, done. get me away from him.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah the, oh, I man. like that they didn't have a lot of love between Andy and, like, he's like, pretty quickly, I don't like Chucky. Yeah. This yeah. guy's a liar. He sucks. And
0: Chucky hates, like, even, even, you ex- kind of expect Chucky to be like, I, like, it's nothing personal, kid. But no, he
1: fucking hates Andy. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he he kind of hates everyone. Oh, but, yeah. Such a dick. And we, yeah, to go back to Bradley Duff, uh, it's just that oh, yeah. his, that voice, and he does the voice of the. Uh, he's still doing the voice, you know, for the, the show. He's he seventy-five. Yeah, and his daughter's in the show too, oh, as, as well. Oh shit! Because um, she, she was in one of the many Chucky movies, so it's a family affair, I guess. But <laughs> his that, that that voice that he does is so like. <laughs> When he's gone, the Chucky series has to die. Like, you can't have, unless they're, you, you, unless he okays AI or something yep. like that, mm-hmm. you cannot you cannot do this without the exact same voice. Cause I was actually going to be like, ah, I don't think I'm going to watch this Chucky series. He, after I finished the show, mm-hmm. I was like, ah, I don't think I'm going to watch it unless Bradley Durf does the voice. I checked him, mm-hmm. like, well, holy shit, he did. Fuck it. And, Dan, and Don Mancini wrote it and directs a lot of it. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll check it out.
2: Yeah, he's legit, man. Total respect. Love Durf. Yeah. And I love. His voice. I love the whole deal. He definitely scares the shit out of me. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, he's. Even scarier in Exorcist Three, I would he's say. One, well,
2: I think he's
0: gotta be on my top five most underrated actors because he just gives so much, even to the most ridiculous, smallest roles he's in. Yeah. I talk about Graveyard Shift. He plays the Exterminator, but like yeah. he's got like a monologue about the horrors of Vietnam in that movie that's like fucking Oscar worthy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I believe it. I bet I bet he's probably done a bunch of stage stuff, I you know, absolutely. that I would I bet I, I bet he's yep. incredible in Shakespeare and all mm-hmm. that kind of shit. He's gotta be I mean, he's he's super talented. Yeah. Just an incredibly talented guy. Absolutely. Um, big big gripe about the the the. My, I do have gripes. Ooh. My big gripe about the movie, as far as plot holes go, because there are some. But if he's got if he's got to put his soul into the first body that he revealed himself to, why does he want to stab that body so badly? <laughs>
0: I was <thinking> <laughs> Just
1: carve up his new body immediately.
0: Smother him. Yeah, smother him. <laughs> Stupid. Smother that kid.
2: Yeah, that was another instance of the rules being updated. Oh, here's an update. It's like a, you're like getting updates. Like you're downloading the latest update for your programming computer. Oh, we got a new update on the death rules here. All what's right. What's this so. shit? I got to go back into the first body? Fuck, I got to oh. kill a kid? Fuck. All right. Well, it's kind of my thing anyway, so who cares? Yeah, he
1: doesn't care. He, <laughs> he likes to kill people. Mm. He likes
2: to kill people. Yeah, he does. Uh, this woman, by the way, I don't, what's her name? I don't even know her much. I don't poor woman's elizabeth shoe <laughs> she seems so familiar i, I know you actually have seen her and stuff maybe it's this yeah, she kind of she catherine hicks she kind of did part of wow. me i guess for a moment just because she was blonde she kind of looked like a helen slater but she also looked like that mm, that, woman that woman from uh better off dead and a couple other 80s movies you know what I'm yes, talking? yes i know who you're talking yeah that about. girl
1: yep. yeah that the, the played his girl uh, his previous gr- beth yes his girlfriend that's right at yeah the start yeah you know better yeah, know off
2: you're dead I do. But I don't know this. I mean, I looked around here on INDB. I wasn't. She was uh very busy. Yeah, she's still working, I guess.
1: Oh, well, good. She's good. We've probably just seen her in random things here and there and then, you know, over the years. I've never seen but Elf Sparkle in Special
2: Red Dress. Um, nope. Never seen Ghost Kissed Phone. Them. Phone calls from the dead. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like it ghost sucks. Phone. I kind I kind of want to bring it to the feast and watch it. Actually, it seems like it would work. Yeah, uh, uh, oh, Peggy. She was in Peggy Peck- Sue. Got married. Okay. Huh. Go. And Star Trek IV: The Voyage Home. Okay. So she's been around. So uh, she's done stuff. Yeah. yeah she's an actor. Oh, <laughs> she's, she's Garbo talks. That's the last one I'll share. She was 1984. Garbo. Garbo talks. She played Jane Mortimer. Yes. These are all true stories. Garbo. <laughs> Well gentlemen, oh, oh uh. well, we, we,
1: Yeah, I think we could probably make our are we ready should we get to it take it away <laughs> All right, Travis I'll start. Sure. So so um, Yeah, you know It's been a long time since I've seen it despite owning the t-shirt that I'm wearing now This was like a $6 shirt. So I was like, oh sure. Yeah, you know, buy a horror icon on a t-shirt but I hadn't actually watched the movie in a really long time and like you, Eric, I was kind of ready to be like, "All oh, right, it's a classic, but it's probably going to suck a little bit. And that's pretty much how I felt, that it's it still feels like a classic horror film. It has moments that are sort of ridiculous and not the best. Um, I think that... <clears throat> I, I may have been more, I w- maybe would have been more on the fence about it if I hadn't started watching the TV show immediately <laughs> afterwards. Cause now I'm like all stuck on the lore and the stuff, you know? So I'm like more into it since. Uh, yeah, I gotta say, it holds up. Is it the best eighties horror movie is the best Tom Holland movie, No, but it's certainly, it's certainly worth checking out. It's certainly worth revisiting. Uh, It's still pretty funny and weird and goofy (laughs) and, and entertaining. Um, Yeah, it's, it's 88 minutes. That's in a, I, I thought the pacing I have to agree I don't know what, I don't know what the word pacey but I think the pacing of the film is pretty pretty good i I did not feel like a half hour needed to be shaved off of it I do think there's you know a few moments that are maybe it lurches a little bit but overall I think it's pretty bang 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 and
2: I dig it all right uh I'll go next and then we'll see what eric says I think you know, a movie like this is its not made for me, and Travis picked it because he hadn't seen it in a long time, and it's Halloween, it's October, that time of year, and I get it, and that makes sense, and I watched it, and I was like, am I going to like this? Is it going to be fun? Is it going to be entertaining? Is it going to be funny? Uh, I actually had a lot more laughs. Like I said, I wish I watched it with you guys. Like, probably would have been a different viewing experience, and I would have laughed a lot more. I know I would have, just because that's just what we do. We, we we, get the laughs going when we hang out, especially if we're going to watch a movie like this, Child's Play. and uh, also by the way Catherine hicks was the uh she co-starred with the that guy who was a scumbag on seventh heaven she was the wife she played all 242 oh, mm. episodes of seventh heaven for Catherine hicks oh shit good job Next to the
1: Peter Ast. Right? yeah stephen collins he was or a rapist or uh, yeah he was like where. under not <laughs> a good guy anyway, not,
2: cool. not cool yeah not cool it's in wikipedia so it must be true anyways right. i well. think when i look back on this movie i won't ever think about like gosh i really want to watch that it just won't happen for me it's not for me you know like if it was a good movie i would say it holds up but it's just i couldn't find enough qualities about it where i'm like i'd like to watch that again another time in a group setting i think it'd be fun but i just cannot put my stamp on this one this one does not hold up for me i'm sorry i didn't think it would oh good okay great damn it man
1: oh (laughs)
0: You know, the film looks beautiful, and it's shot by the legendary Bill Butler who, get this, in 1975, he shot both Jaws and Cuckoo's Nest, Bill Butler. So this guy knows what the fuck he's doing. Wow! And it, great, rich, beautiful cinematography. You know I love those dark darks and these night scenes. It's awesome. And at the end of the day, man, I think we got the introduction of a horror icon done right. It just, like like we said, it moves along in a nice, brisk, clip pace. The rules are... Are, you know, they're there and they're fun. <laughs> um, but but to me, Chucky's just cool. Like, he's got a very distinct personality. He's just fucking pissed off and he wants his way. Like, that's his motivation. Like, he, he wants to be alive again so he could fucking murder people. Like, that's <laughs> it. He's not haunting your dreams. You know, he's not uh, preying on camp counselors. He's just a fucking serial strangler who wants a, a, a body so he could keep killing. That's all there is to it. And it's it's a fun movie, man. Uh, Tom Holland doesn't get the credit. I think he's just starting to get noticed by a lot of people for his contributions to to film. He writes Psycho Two. We he wrote, he wrote uh, so Class of '84, which is a really cool cult horror movie. Mm-hmm. And he and he uh, brings this to us along with Fright Night. And it's a filmmaker that got to start uh, talking a little bit more about and appreciating before he goes. I think he's just turned eighty. But when it comes to like the killer doll movies. We got the gold standard here i mean like after this they try they try with fucking demonic toys and puppet master fucking annabelle the mm-hmm. boy straight trash <laughs> no one can do it but this for me is entertaining as hell and um it's it's carried by that just charismatic such a charismatic fun performance by the legendary brad dourif who we cannot praise enough and uh it's a great film i encourage everybody to maybe skip two and go straight to three when andy goes to the fucking marine corps <laughs> uh because it's a lot of fun i dig child's play man it holds up well said
2: here here. here here i'm glad you know i don't wish any ill will towards the film or its creators <laughs> or its uh purveyors go to town live it up have a good laugh you it's know? not your tempo eh, it's just no, not, not your quite tempo. my tempo oh also uh tom holland directed the langoliers huh
1: <laughs> yeah, it's I've, thinner. So. Yeah, he, he wasn't in charge of the CGI. You know, he had to put ah! that off in the VFX. Yes. Don't blame him.
2: Have you guys seen <laughs> he had Tom a great Holland's? a of
1: Bronson Pinchot.
2: Oh, Brian, of course Absolutely. he did. You've seen Tom Holland's Twisted Tales? No. You guys should see oh, that. Did, 2014. Check it out. All right, well, uh, check it out. I only knew of the Tom Holland Spider Man. Now I know the other Tom Holland, the original, technically, Tom okay. Holland. The Fright Night Tom Holland. Fright Night! Mm-hmm. Fright Beats. Oh, my God. Remember Fright Beats? Oh, man, that no, was right so funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> So funny. All right. Uh, <laughs> so, before <Been> a we. <laughs> while <for it> <laughs> so, next week, uh, we got Eric's selection, man. Eric, uh, you are going to tell us we're going to watch this.
0: <laughs> Mike, I didn't want to go straight horror because I know that it's not your favorite genre. But it is October, so I got to go something slash horror. Okay. And I decided to go with sci fi horror, a film that made a big splash when it came out but no one really fucking talks about it anymore, man.
1: From 1997. I know it. Event Horizon. Horizon. I knew oh, it. I've
2: never seen <laughs> it.
1: <laughs> as soon as you said, that, that it's a sci-fi horror. I'm like, we're going to fucking finally do Event Horizon. Liberate. It's time. To it's me. time. It's been a long time. I've been yeah,
2: so close a. to many box VHS copies of that movie so many times, but never saw it. So, all right, cool. Event Horizon. is that a Crichton uh, right. novel? No. It's not. No, Michael. No. Damn it. This is that, is that fuck you
1: subtext again.
2: I, <laughs> no, Michael. Awesome. Pure disdain. No. It's the fatigue. <laughs> uh, I mixed up probably with some other. Michael Crichton, John Grisham, they dominated the 90s. What can I say? Anyways, it's not a Michael Crichton book. But next week we'll do Event Horizon here. Send them an iPod at gmail.com. Send us an email. Give us some feedback or. Uh, uh, you could go somewhere else. I think we have some social medias. <laughs> Maybe somebody's on there once in a while. I don't know, but we're out there. We're out there. All right, it's time for everybody to go to bed. Thanks so much, everybody. We'll catch you guys next week on the Cinema Nine podcast. Wait, I had one lined up. I got nothing. Shit, I forgot no, it. I forgot
0: it. Just scream. Ah!